All right, everyone, we have our next speaker lined up and ready to go. It is Mr. Andre Blandon. He's a uh, professional speaker, mentor, and uh, he's going to talk to us about some uh, IT careers and, and skills and stuff that you guys need to know. He's also got a presentation here. So I'm going to turn it over to him. So let's get this started right now. Andre, you are good to go, sir. Yes, sir. Good morning. My name is Andres Blandin. I am an IT professional as well as a veteran. I served 10 years in the military and separated in 2013. So since then, I've pretty much built my career in the IT industry, working for various organizations within the government and private organizations as well, supporting their IT infrastructure, uh, working with the Department of Defense, Department of Homeland Security, as well as some private organizations like Verizon or Tyco Integrated Securities. And the reason I wanted to speak today was just to give you guys some feedback about my journey and the things that I had to overcome and the things that I had to learn in order to become successful as an IT professional. So hopefully you get as much value as you can out of this uh, quick presentation. If you have any questions, I will go ahead and address them towards the last uh, five or 10 minutes. So uh, let's just really get down to it. My topic for today is regarding the IT job market, why it's important to understand uh, the differences between each state and each county and so forth and how that affects the availability of opportunities within the IT industry. So give me one second, I'll bring up the screen. So the title is, why is it important to understand the IT job market? Understanding your worth as an IT profession is very important. That means knowing the value equivalent of someone or something that's being into, uh, taken under consideration, right? So every professional has a certain value, let's say an hourly rate or a salary rate, which you come into the job market. Now, understanding how you can increase your value will allow you to to really provide better service to the organizations and overall it's a greater salary return to you uh, which in in essence it's about income but in reality it's about your quality of life right so when you take into account you know the difference between making uh, 55 sixty thousand dollars a year most people say well that, that's just a five thousand dollar difference but when it comes down to your life right your experiences how much more would you be able to afford if you could pay an extra $400 towards your mortgage, towards your home, uh, towards your vehicle, you know, what kind of vehicle would you be able to drive? And all these experiences, it's really about creating an impact in your life, the life of those that you care about. So to be able to do that, it's important to understand how can you negotiate uh, your standpoint in a better way as far as an IT professional, your career? How can you start off your career and stay focused to create a goal that you know it's achievable over time and that you know exactly where you're gonna be three to five years down the road. So the first portion is again, understanding the IT job market. You know, value is anything that's determined based on the concept of supply and demand. The importance of self-assessment is knowing where you are and where you wanna be. So regardless of where you guys are at right now, for example, in 2013, I left the military, I had no certifications, I had no experience as far as uh, college education or training. And because of that, I was a very big disadvantages 
in comparison to other applicants for opportunities within the IT industry. I had some hands-on experience because of the military. I worked on specific systems, routing, switching, uh, tunneling, so forth. But I really was not in a competitive place as far as being compared to other applicants at that time. And as you can see here in this small chart, it says in the beginning, if you start out the way that I did with no training, uh, there was approximately 2.9 million people that had high school plus some college level education. Uh, in addition to that, there were 1.5 million people with associates, 2.5 with uh, bachelor's degrees, master's degrees, and doctorates. So all these people, when being considered for an opportunity, will ultimately be ahead of me as an applicant with no experience, no certification, right? That caused uh, a very big disadvantage when it comes to actually job placement. Now here towards the right, I have the average salary for someone that's just getting out of high school with no experience, no hands-on, they're gonna go to day-to-day -day job making minimum wage, average about 17,000 a year. Uh, once you get some college training, even though you may not have experience in the IT industry, you could possibly get uh, a position starting at 32,000 a year. Once you're able to graduate with a bachelor's, then you would start out at 52,000 a year, right? And if you decide to go on to a graduate studies, a master's, a doctorate, then obviously the salary will go up. So the line in green really determines how many people you're really competing with in regards to job opportunities and how much of a disadvantage you would be being part of you know, the larger group on the left-hand side of the chart. And as we move down to the right, you can see the further you advance in your education, there's less and less applicants that you're competing with because there's less and less uh, of the population that would actually be qualified for those opportunities. Now at the same time, because there's less supply for people with that higher level of education, that means there's a higher demand and higher demand equals a higher salary. Now, this is for, uh, you know, very straightforward college degrees, uh, education through the education system, you know, as far as, um, you know, whatever IT field you want to study, computer science, uh, cloud services, networking, IT security, and so forth. Now, we move into the actual IT certification field of work where IT professionals, which is an estimated 2 million uh, people within the U.S., this is uh, just within the U.S. market. So CompTIA A-plus certification is considered one of the entry-level certifications. And there's approximately or a little over a million IT professionals that have a CompTIA certification, right? So that could take you anywhere between three to six months. Uh, and this certification, for example, if we look at the chart, because there's about one million people, there's a higher range of competition for those entry-level positions. But at the same time, you also consider that the salary uh, for CompTIA would average about, you know, between forty-five dollars to $49,000 a year, uh, which is a little bit more than an associate's degree. So in this instance, as you're starting out, uh, IT certifications definitely make you more marketable, right? Understanding the job market. How can you be more marketable for opportunities within the IT industry? And a good place to start is to get those initial entry-level certifications like CompTIA A+, uh, CompTIA Security+, Plus, which is considered uh, entry to mid-level. Most people request uh, two years of experience hands-on. If you're actually gonna pass the exam without you know, formal training. Now, some people actually do consider taking uh, three to six months to study information. They're able to take the CompTIA Security Plus exam, actually pass, 
because the experience and the knowledge that you gain may not necessarily have to be you know, on the job, right? There's a lot of organizations that they have specific departments siloed into just that department. So if somebody's working IT security, they may not get hands-on with the actual network services for applications, for network routing, for subnets and everything else. So if you get experience in one area, it does not necessarily mean you're gonna have experience in the other. So CompTIA Security Plus is a vendor neutral where regardless of the organization, regardless of the technology or uh, the vendor that's being used within those departments, you can actually go through with a very uh, good knowledge of implementing security uh, processes, policies, guidelines, as well as being able to do certain types of assessments, understanding um, business, um, business impact analysis and other critical aspects of the business and the IT and how to handle pretty much their information um, securely for the customers. Now, as we move on to Cisco CCNA, again, this is vendor specific for Cisco routing switching equipment. And we move on further to CASP, which is also CompTIA Advanced Security Professional or CISSP. Uh, so these certifications are at a professional level. Most um, IT professionals would have between three to five years experience minimum before pursuing a professional level certification. But the difference in salary, now you can see that an entry level would probably be around 45 to 49 as opposed to a professional level, you know, three to five years down the road, where you're looking at making 112,000 uh, on average throughout the US for these specific certifications and experience. So this is very important because I, I have an understanding uh, of certain people that were in the same place, specifically now where the job market, you know, a lot of people are being laid off from various different types of industries. They're looking to go to organizations that have openings. And the thing about IT is that every organization needs some sort of IT services. Uh, every organization, as far as colleges, they need uh, internet, uh, they need servers, they need somewhere to save their data, they need uh, online services, just like we're doing right now, where they can actually make presentations and provide information to students. Uh, hospitals need to secure their, uh, their data as well. So IT professionals come in, they advise on how to protect uh, personal identifiable information for, for all the customers or just for patients that are going through treatment, right? There's a lot of legal ramifications that may come from not securing uh, an individual's private information as well as a vendor and retail services that requires specific type of IT security whenever processing credit card applications, any type of financial transactions. So all these organizations require IT professionals. So as you can see, not just health related careers, but IT related careers are very essential for any organization to continue to function and provide services uh, to the community. So in this aspect, it's important to know where you are, whether you have worked in IT for the last three to five years, whether you have not been in the IT industry uh, and you're just looking or contemplating uh, taking a step forward into this career path, it's important to know where you're at. How can you get started? You know, What are the entry level certifications? How much can you expect to make in the beginning? And over time, how can you progress to, to the goal and the desired uh, salary range and position that you really wanna achieve? So again, this is understanding the IT job market. Uh, again, this is an overall view 
from a higher um, just countrywide perspective. Now we go into understanding the IT job market at a state and a county level, right? So again, it, the more information you have, you're able to make better decisions about your career. So here, uh, I'm currently living in Florida. I went ahead and I researched uh, Florida's uh, technology uh, cities, or which were, were more in demand as far as statistical data, which organizations were hiring. And I was able to find that certain counties and certain cities are hubs for IT uh, careers and IT positions, right? I, I put on the right-hand side some of the information that I've researched. Robert Half is a contracting company that has offices throughout the entire nation. So every year they put out a report on what the average salary is for specific roles within IT, whether that's a web application, whether it's IT security, information security officer, uh, and so forth. And from that, you're able to see an overall salary uh, expectation for specific areas. Again, uh, someone in Florida, it will not get paid the same as somebody in Seattle and Washington and at New York and California and so forth. The cost of living is different. The state taxes are different. So there's a lot of different things to consider as far as the IT job market for this specific state. And here within this map, we see that it's not just limited to the state itself, but within, within certain counties, right? Central Florida, you can see cities like Tampa, Orlando are big hubs. The darker areas are where more IT jobs are located. The lighter color areas are where there's not as many, right? So on the second link on the right-hand side, I put CVT Nuggets. They have a map, which is called the State of IT Certifications. And they really provide a report where they can tell you based on each state, there's a specific amount of jobs that are listed per year for those specific certifications, right? So if you're in a certain state or in a certain area within your zip code, they can actually break it down into a one hour uh, radius from where you live based on your zip code. They can tell you how many jobs have been uh, put out into the market for that specific certification. And also which certifications are the most sought after within that state or that city. So most people that I've spoken to, that I've coached and mentored, I really wanna give them uh, the best information I can. And one of those things is that they need to have a very specific understanding of what certifications companies are looking for. And then you need to go and pursue those certifications, right? You need to know where the jobs are. If you're in a county or a city that is very limited as far as opportunities, I mean, you might consider just relocating for maybe a year or two years get all the experience, get all the credentials, all the certifications that you can. And once you become more competitive, because you have that experience, that certification, if you want to move back home or decide to, you know, go back to where you're from, then, you know, you have other opportunities because now you have less competition when it comes to those uh, lower number of uh, positions available, right? So you always want to kind of put yourself in, in an opportunity or a location that provides uh, more chance to get hired, or you know, even some states such as Washington, uh, Washington, Washington D.C., Virginia, Maryland, that those are hubs for uh, IT companies and organizations. A lot of companies that work with the government that provide IT services to the government are located in these areas. And what happens is that there's too many jobs, there's not enough applicants, there's not enough qualified applicants that have the right certifications. So you can actually go and get multiple offers from multiple different companies, and then you know how much you're worth, right? So the third part is know how much your skills are worth 
And at that point, you have the right to negotiate. You say, well, if one company is offering me 55,000, you know, and the next one comes in at 60, then I have the right to negotiate. Well, do I want to go with the 60 or with the 55? They don't want to negotiate benefits, work from home benefits, relocation bonuses. Some companies are willing to actually pay for you to move to their area as an incentive for you to actually get hired on with their company. So one of the things I, I like to uh, mentor some of the IT veterans that are leaving the service is that you don't pursue success, right? It's not about um, saying, I'm just going to be successful and, and working, working, working in a specific job. But overall, what you do is you work on yourself first, right? You build up the value that you have because of the skills and the knowledge you're able to gain over time. And as you gain the skills, the knowledge, and the certifications, then your value increases to the organization. And at that point, you're going to start to get more and more offers. Um, a lot of these things, they're just skills that can be trained and improved over time. You know, anything that you do over time gets better. Uh, practice is the mother of skills. So again, learning through uh, IT certifications is, is a great way because not only are you able to get the understanding and the knowledge, but you're able to validate to private companies that you have the skills to be able to solve their problems. And then the last slide I wanted to share is understanding, you know, that once you do have those certifications, you can take control of your career. You know, companies usually pay premium for critical positions. Again, essential uh, employees right now, they can go from one organization to another and not worry about being laid off. If they are laid off, there's another company that's going to hire you right away because you have those critical skills. So uh, on the bottom, I have a chart that says for non-IT careers, just like we saw in the beginning, you have an associate's or a bachelor's degree. You start out, you know, maybe 52000 a year. Staying with one organization, on average, what they're going to do is that they're going to provide uh, a 2 to 3% um, pay raise year after year. So the numbers 1 through 10, it shows the difference of every year how these uh, organizations are willing to pay you a, a pay increase year after year. At the end of 10 years, based on other industries, you might make you know 66000 after 10 years starting at 52,000 as a bachelor's uh, degree graduate. Basic IT certifications, let's say it takes you uh, three to six months, possibly one year. Even though you may not earn anything that first year, after that first year, you start out about 49, 45 to 49, you know, and year after year, you can actually uh, get paid a higher increase as far as percentage, right? It's not just gonna be two to 3%, it could potentially be uh, five to possibly even 10%. And the reason for that is that you're actually able to negotiate, um, you know, whenever you go from one opportunity to another. So, for example, in my uh, industry, I was able to get my first government contract after going to school and graduating with my degree. Um, it was it was a lot higher. I actually completed a bachelor's and a master's with, within two and a half years. So I started out close to ninety thousand. Uh, the second opportunity after a year, uh, a year to a year and a half, I decided to take another job, uh, relocating from Florida to Louisiana, and I, I got a 10% uh, pay increase for the relocation, for the cost of living, you know, they just trying to average things out, and because it was a critical position they needed to fill right away, they were willing to pay a premium. Uh, two and a half years, again, passed, I was able to get another opportunity. Uh, so at this time, on average for five years, I was able to get between seven to ten percent pay raises, 
And at the end of five years, I was making about a hundred and um, 150% more than where I started out, uh, as opposed to staying within one organization over five years that I might've gotten, you know, maybe 10% pay raise over five years. So again, it makes a huge difference when you get control over your career. And it's, it's important to understand that as you're progressing, you know, you need to work on yourself and your certifications and your skills. And, and there's really no end to, to what you can really create your career to be what you want your goals to be um you know it's all about growing yourself it, it's a process that you become you know more professional you become more dependable more trustworthy uh, the more experience that you have the more time you've been doing this so that's that's really the presentation i wanted to give for today if you guys have any questions of me um, my name is andres balandin I manage the signaljobs.org uh, webpage, as well as the Signal Jobs Facebook group. I mentor over 7,000 different IT uh, veterans and IT professionals that come from all different branches of the military service. Because I was in the military, uh, it's you know very dear and near to my heart. So I wanna be able to give back and help some of those guys that just like me, whenever they transitioned out of the service with no certifications, with no education, had a really hard time finding job opportunities. And even as some of you may be going through right now, you can reach out to me on LinkedIn, you know, if you, if you need some advice, if you need some uh, opportunities to see, you know, where the jobs are located, you know, how can you improve your resume, you know, all these type of services. Again, if you sign up for the newsletter, uh, signaljobs.org, we'll be able to provide some of this uh, information for you and be able to, you know, hopefully make an impact in your life and your career as well. So thank you so much for having me. We just have a couple of minutes for any uh, questions and answers. Uh, Zach, if you're here, uh, let me know if anybody has any questions. Thank you. Sure. There we go. Thank you so much for uh, for doing this, Andre. I really, really do appreciate it. A lot of great, valuable information in there. There's a lot of comments that I saw from people sharing about that they didn't realize that there's that few people certified and whatnot. So anybody out there who has some questions for Andre, please throw them in the chat. Carlos A. says, I'm an IT professional with 10 plus years of experience, network systems administrator, degree in CIS Azure and CompTIA certs. I can move anywhere in the U.S. Which state or states would give me give the best opportunity for them? Do you have any uh, ideas? Uh, sure. There? So uh, I would suggest if you're looking at uh, increase in pay, uh, quality of life. Um, for example, San Francisco is top notch for all the IT uh, organizations. You know, Netflix. Um, you know, Apple. All the big companies. I actually have. Uh, a contact that works in Apple right now, and I estimated about 170 plus uh, salary per year. So those are great organizations. It's very competitive. So if you're able to network through LinkedIn, uh, get some feedback from people who are actually doing the job that you want to do, and ask them, you know, how they were able to get through the interview process. It's definitely a, a big advantage that will make you more marketable towards those companies. Uh, and again. Uh, you know, those are some of the locations as well. 
as like I mentioned before, government contract companies, the government pays millions and millions of dollars towards uh, private organizations to fulfill their IT needs. So anywhere, for example, uh, DC, um, Maryland or Virginia area, as well as very hot, and I would say that's probably the second uh, um, hottest area for those services. I know Amazon is also building um, another huge, huge um, cloud uh, data center infrastructure uh, right outside of Arlington, Virginia. So that might be some things to look into. Awesome, thank you, sir. Thank you. Uh, I'm trying to see if there's any other questions out there for you. I don't think so. That's awesome. How long have you been doing this, Andre? So I spent 10 years uh, active military uh, doing IT services, uh, networking, uh, infrastructure. Uh, 2013, again, I spent two and a half years. I completed a bachelor's and a master's in IT, and I've been doing government contracts since 2015. Uh, pretty much, I work with um, Johnson Controls. It was a big corporate merge for global market. Worked with Verizon and TSA, uh, project upgrading all the um, airport circuits throughout the whole country. I've worked with uh, other DOD Army contracts. Um, so, yeah. <laughs> Awesome. I definitely had a, a good amount of experience. Yeah, for sure. Um, so we got a question from Job Skillshare community here in the chat. Uh, some companies ask for experience, even for entry-level jobs. How would you advise new students who don't have experience but have certs? Right. So one of the things I, I like to mention is that within whatever school uh, you attended for the training, um, a lot of times they're able to provide references and you're able to do some type of um, quote unquote, I would say internship. A lot of times it may not be official, but as long as you're able to, you know, put in a couple of hours a week, say, hey, can I help you set up a server? Can I help you um, monitor your network? Um, you know, certain things like that. I also did some freelance uh, network services. I reached out to, to a small company uh, within the area that I lived at. And I said, you know, if you guys have any work, you know, I would like to come on part-time uh, just to be able to assist uh, some of the systems administrators, some of the um, other IT professionals that were there. And although it wasn't necessarily a full-time uh, career opportunity, it allowed me to gain the experience, right? So as long as you're able to speak on the knowledge that you do have, uh, how DNS systems work, how uh, DHCP works, how IT security, firewalls, you know, cloud services, anything that you can speak on that behalf. It's really, uh, I would say it's experience. It's just, you know, when a lot of people write it down in their resume, they, they don't have uh, an official um, job that they've been placed. Uh, as a W-2 employee, but that doesn't mean that you can't be a 1099 contractor, right? Meaning that you go, you do a job, you get paid for two, three hours, and you're still working on your own. You're self-employed, but you're still getting that experience that you need to be able to put on the resume and speak uh, when it comes to the interview process. Awesome. Thank you, sir. I got uh, probably maybe one more question here from Angel. How do you transition from help desk desktop support to higher role what would you say is the best growth opportunity uh so i actually had somebody reach out to me about a year ago uh was a very very same situation he was working help desk for about five years he had not gotten a pay raise um pretty much doing the same thing year after year and unfortunately you know those opportunities are very limited because again understanding the value that you have to provide 
to be able to move on from that role, you need to get a higher level certification. Uh, CCNA is a good way to lead into network engineering and network systems administration. Uh, if you want to do cybersecurity, look into completing a uh, certified ethical hacking. Uh, some of these, you know, more higher level certifications can can provide the information that you need for again the interview process to be able to speak on that technology and the services. And the person that I was coaching actually moved on from the help desk to a systems administrator position, went from about fifty-five dollars to $70,000 a year. And that's just within one year of you know, training, getting the certifications done and uh, applying to new opportunities. So, you know, a $15,000 pay raise in a year is not bad. Yeah, definitely. Awesome. Uh, I want to get this last question answered. It's from Andrew Brown. He says, how do we veterans best communicate the skills we learned in the military to civilian employers? They did communications in the Marines, but they have a hard time translating that into IT experience. Sure. So, you know, I, uh, I want to ask you to reach out to me on LinkedIn, send me a message so I can coach more specifically. Again, like I said, I'm very uh, focused on military members, but just to get that answer, it's really about identifying the technologies that you've worked with in the past. So whatever systems that you touch hands on in the military, in you know the Marines, be able to use those uh, vendor specific terms, right? If you use uh, a DMD uh, modem to translate, you know, frequencies or modulation, uh, identify those third party vendors in your resume. What happens is that as recruiters or as companies start going through your resume, they're gonna look for certain keywords. They're gonna look for keywords such as, you know, Cisco. They're gonna look at Palo Alto. They're gonna look at, you know, other third party vendor um, technologies, you can use uh, BGP, specific networking protocols, you know, whatever else uh, you're able to put on there that's very vendor specific. So once recruiters, they're not going to know anything about the military, they're not going to know, uh, you know, how you translate a specific, you know, information or secure, non-secure uh, communications uh, within the field, but they are going to know that, hey, there's this vendor that we have at a company and we need somebody that has experience with that vendor. So that's going to target that position. Uh, a lot of people say if you see a job role, uh, use some of the keywords within the job description to add to your resume. Uh, one of the things I advise everyone is within your name, identify right under your name the type of uh, government secret clearance that you have if you have one. And to get very familiar with the DOD uh, 8570 requirements, which means that the organization will only look at people who are certified uh, for CompTIA Security Plus, uh, CEH, uh, the baseline certifications for those uh, positions. And if you don't have that, honestly, you're not going to qualify. So the government is very strict about who they hire and who they don't. So it's very important for you to be in the pile that says you're qualified, professional, with the certification and the government clearance that they're looking for. Awesome. Thank you, man. I really do appreciate it. Do you have anything else you want to add before we uh, depart here on this uh, part of the stream here? Um, no. Again, uh, please you know, sign up for the newsletter, signaljobs.org. Check it out. I put my story in there as well. If you guys want to read about you know, the, the struggles that I went through as I transitioned my career from the military into the IT uh, industry, you know, I have a blog on there as well as you know, some of the key aspects of you know, what is it that companies look for? And again, if you reach out to me, I can assist, you know, with more 
contact. Uh, one of the last things, uh, again, LinkedIn. Uh, one of the things somebody mentioned is, you know, how do you get a position uh, if you can't really show the experience that you have? And a lot of it has to do with who you know, not what you know. And unfortunately, you know, people look down upon that. But the reality is that, you know, 80% of the jobs are getting filled by internal referrals. So if you're able to network with somebody that's already working for the company and just ask them, you know, if they can refer you to that company or if you're able to contact a recruiter who's already working within that uh, organization, you can send on your resume and they're going to be able to bypass the application software system. What that happens is that a lot of times without the experience, the software will discard your resume as opposed to giving you an opportunity to be presented in front of hiring managers. So again, LinkedIn and networking are very critical in finding opportunities, especially when you're starting out. Awesome. Thank you, brother. I really do appreciate it. It's been awesome. Uh, I think we've got a lot of great, useful information from you here, then, and I know the viewers have appreciated it. So thank you so much uh, for coming yes, on sir. and doing this for us. And I uh, hope to see you again. You too, Zach. Thank you so much. Thank I you, man. It. Take care. All righty. Thank you again to Andre for doing that. That was awesome. That was awesome. I'm getting, uh, trying to reach out to our next speaker here to see where he is at, and he hasn't gotten back to me yet. So we have some time in between. I'm not going to stick you guys on a commercial for the next uh, 10 minutes or so. So we'll uh, answer any questions, or I'll try to help answer any questions that you guys do have. I want to do. I do want to give a shout-out to... Uh, Shepard in the chat because he has been providing some amazing information for you guys and answering questions as well from his experience and he is a veteran uh, IT professional so the information that he is sharing is obviously very very useful it relates directly to you know real world IT experience so if you guys see him answer a question I'm going to promote him to uh, a moderator here so you guys can see him stand out because the information that he is sharing and then the the questions that he is the, that he is are answering i can't talk right now the questions that he's answering um and the answers that he's given are, are very very helpful so thank you mr shepherd yes yeah, take a bow take a bow for sure um yesterday uh last night i actually did a live stream where i talked about branding yourself and I kind of want to talk about that just for a minute here because I, I do want to see if there's any interest from you guys out there. Um, I, I talked about yesterday building a website to help brand yourself, to help build a better network. If there's anybody in this live stream today that uh, would be interested in that, please let me know. I have Chris uh, entering here right now. So let me... Let me wait. I'm going to wait till for him to join this completely, and we'll get going here. Uh, let me put you guys on a commercial. I'm sorry, I got to do this to you, but I got to make sure things are prepared on uh, on the, the end here. So hold tight. We'll be right back.